You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Vampire Diaries After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Vampire Diaries After Show. The world is a vampire. Love this song. Right, so it just so fits the mood perfectly. Yeah, especially for this episode. Ooh, catch me if you can. Yo, what up, After Buzzers? Bing is for doing that. We are here doing another After Buzz TV after show for The Vampire Diaries Season 4, Episode 11. Catch me if you can. It's your boy DJ Jesse J in studio with. Oh, I thought you, <laughs> you had your mouth open. I thought you were going to give yourself a shot. Kristen <laughs> Snyder. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> no shout-out to myself. You, you fooled me there. <laughs> um, but let's give a shout-out to Brittany Brow and David Skifalitti, who, they're not kicked off the show. They are still a part of the team. They uh, unfortunately could not be here in studio, so Kristen and I are going to hold it down. We got this. We got it. Uh, <laughs> and got a great episode. I thought it was really... Wow. Bounced I- all over the place. So much tension. I literally was in my seat going... Oh, <laughs> like, I can't believe that character said that to that person. And it happened a couple of times where I was like, wow, that was some great exchange of dialogue. It's like we're <laughs> exchange of dialogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting to a point where everything's kind of about to explode. And I'm like, oh, my God, the midseason finale is like, oh, well, wait, the midseason already happened. So we're really going to get the full blast. There is no, like, downtime right now in Vampire Diaries. It is go, go, go. And I love it. Me they just too. keep adding to the to the bombs that are about to go off. And it's interesting because normally when we break down the episode, we break it down by relationships. And it's kind of, like, hard to do that right now. So we're going to break it down by teams because mm-hmm. they're kind of playing teams, too, actually. It's very interesting. Um, we didn't get any Caroline or Tyler today. At, I, I oh, miss them. Like, where are they? <laughs> uh, you know, as much as I used to miss Tyler, I don't. I don't miss him. I miss Caroline. I love Caroline. Well, last time we saw them, she was with him in the gym floor, and he was laying naked. So maybe they're still there. Maybe they're hanging out, chilling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, speaking of Caroline, her mom, uh, as we found out last time, April went running to her and Bonnie's father um, and told them that. Everything about Dr. Shane, uh, yep. Professor Shane. Um, that he was basically responsible for all those innocent people dying. Mm-hmm. I was wondering what the mayor was going, the new mayor, Bonnie's dad, was going to do with that information. Bug out because he knows that Professor Shane is with his daughter all the time. So mm-hmm. I, before we, they walked in, they walked in on Bonnie and uh, Professor, which was interesting because Bonnie was kind of freaking out. And it's like, I don't know if Professor Shane has her under a spell 
Uh, what did you say you thought it could have been? I didn't think until that moment, but literally whenever he grabbed her hands, because she was just like sort of going out of control and the candle lit up, and he was like, grabbed her hands and he looked at her in the eyes and he was like, I'm here with you. You're okay or whatever. And then she repeated it. Like yeah. she was compelled suddenly. And she repeated it and her whole face like glistened over and her eyes widened. And it was only interrupted by the door swinging open. And it's interesting you say compelled because she, I mean, uh, as we know, Professor Shane throughout the years learned how to not be compelled by vampires. Mm-hmm. So who knows what else he picked up on the way if he knows how to compel and how not to be compelled. So that's very interesting. Yeah, I think that he definitely instilled some trigger words right there Uh, to calm her down. uh, Shout out to Jillian Swan who also thought he was being uh, triggered. Um, So maybe a weapon of his to use. Absolutely. Kind of also keep him safe. And like, I else, can yeah. control Bonnie. I can <laughs> help her. So She's like his Frankenstein, honestly. I mean, he's, like, created this monster. She never had this power before. And now she's kind of, like, without him. Like, she's just a time bomb, like he says later. Poor Bonnie. She's always, like, has family issues. <laughs> Something's always messed up in Bonnie's life. And now she's being toyed with. Yes. Um. So... Bonnie's dad is worried um, as he should be for her. They bring uh, Professor Shane into the questioning room uh, and he's not really letting up to Sheriff Forbes. Bonnie says, I'm going to go in and talk to him. And she's all team Professor Shane (laughs) until he's like, no, I I did it. And then there's anger, uh, which makes sense because she's kind of been betrayed by everybody. Mm -hmm. And this was somebody that she gave her feelings to. And this girl went crazy. I don't know what she did with her hand, his emotions. But it's funny how manipulative he was being. Uh, Right when her father said, I've seen guys like this before. They're manipulative. They're kind. And the way that they control you is through your emotions. Um, So I think Bonnie wanted to go prove, like, I'm not a... Right. emotionless, uh, a wreck of a, a ball of emotions. I'm, I'm a stable person. I mean, her dad was kind of manipulating her as well going into that situation because he was like, this is what this guy is going to do to you. And then she was going into the situation like, that's not going to happen. And so she was going into that room all ready to be on the defense and not be manipulated by mm. his kindness. So in that way, her dad was sort of manipulating her in the other way. And I'm not on Professor... Professor Shane's side. However, she was sort of set up. Her mind frame was sort of set up to attack him rather than. Well, you know what? I I can see that. I can see that being a route. However, I took it more as. Bonnie, you've been messing with this guy for Mm -hmm. a while now, and you're not seeing that the things that you're taking as kindness. You know, just think of it, how it can be used to use you. And I, right. that's what I took when she went in and she was listening to what he was saying, especially with the Grams. Obviously, Grams is oh, a very touchy subject yeah. for Bonnie. But when he said it the second time, I in my head was like, why the hell would you say it the second time? To yeah. evoke, to get that feeling out of her. Mm-hmm. Um, he was clearly like he wanted her to go a little crazy there. Yeah. I think to save himself so that he could be to her dad. Oh, she needs me. Yep. Like I knew the trigger word. Yep. Um, yeah, because she, I know you don't watch Buffy, but she pulled a Willow moment. Like when Willow learned her uh, 
abilities and mm-hmm. she couldn't control them any longer. The evil took over and like he said, she can be a time bomb. You created that time bomb. Honestly, yeah. I think you create he created that time bomb. Um so yeah, I think he did find a way to save himself in a sense. Right. Um He's pulling all the strings. He's like the the puppet master here and so sorry for Bonnie, but I mean it looks like she's gonna turn evil. Yeah, and it was interesting uh also with the manipulating how he kept saying no, there's a difference between a ritual and and a mass murder. Uh, really? <laughs> mm. Oh, and don't worry about all those people I innocently killed because Silas is going to bring them all back. Right. It's not murder. <laughs> bring them back as what? Exactly. That's what I want to know. And Silas sounds saying, like an amazing guy. Like, yeah, let's uh, just go get him. Yeah. I'm still saying it's going to be like a Walking Dead kind of Mystic Falls. I agree with you. After this happens. If it ever happens. Because I'm so happy that we now have someone who doesn't want anyone to find the cure. It's adding a lot of tension. You're talking about Colt. I am. <laughs> but it was interesting. Klaus always also put that in the air. Yes, and I really like that he did that because last week I asked you, what? why does Klaus want this cure? And uh, a fan, our, our call-in, had actually said, yeah, he wants it because he wants Elena. He wants his doppelganger ganger back so he can create more hybrids, which is one reason. Mm-hmm. But also, he just doesn't want, he doesn't want it to be used against him either, we find out. He kind of voiced that and other things that he didn't tell anyone right. why he wants it. Uh, actually, speaking of that, shout out to you guys at home. If you guys want to call us in studio and let us know what you thought of tonight's episode, we are live right now. 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. Give us a call and let us know what you think. Um, and speaking of you guys at home, shout out to all of you guys that love us on YouTube. We love you back. Um However, please help us get back to number one. We used to be number one all the time on iTunes. So please download, rate, subscribe, and leave us a comment on iTunes. If you leave us a comment, leave your Twitter handle. We'll give you a shout-out. couple shout-outs for this week. I want to give a shout-out to TVFan50, Court0624, Misty Man, iCrown Royal, and Not Ever Again. And I want to give a, a quick shout-out to Terry and Allen at Puente Hills Mishibishi. They hooked me up with an awesome car <laughs> uh, this this uh, week, and they are watching. So thanks for watching, guys. And if you guys need hooked up with a car, just tweet at me, and I'll hook you up with Terry and Allen. There you guys go. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in. Um, <laughs> that means That means it's time to wake up. And rate and comment. Yep. That's what that means. All right. Thank you, Phil. Thanks for the cock noise. I'm so excited. I love when Phil's in the booth. Love, love, love. (laughs) That one was really an interesting sound. (laughs) Um, All right. Next up, you know, (sighs) Matt, Damon, Jeremy at the lake house again. Uh, We found out last time that Klaus killed a bar full of people. Mm -hmm. Um... And turn them into vampires. They, then he sends Jeremy and Matt to go running away. Yeah, and he basically says, okay, so I can't compel Jeremy, but I can compel all these vampires that I just changed, that I just turned into vampires, all these people, to hunt down Matt. So basically, if Jeremy, if you don't kill these vampires, then they're going to kill your best friend, Matt. Poor Matt. Poor Matt. Uh, that <laughs> he was. He, I mean, we talk about and joke about this all the time, but poor Matt that he was labeled today least most valuable player. <laughs> 
I disagree with that. Where's I mean, Brittany when we need her? Because she would have died off that one. She loves I, poking I, some fun at Matt. I do think Matt will ever be turned. You think he will? I'm asking, do you think he will? <sighs> no. Mm-hmm. Or if he does, it'll be turned right before the Silas thing happens. And then he gets And we're all going to be back. like, oh, no! And then it'll be turned right back. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think... Like, I, I, I think... He's the character that we always want to because it's like, oh, you're the only human. You're stupid. You're boring. Like, but then without him, it's kind of like, oh, what about Matt? And I I'm like still Matt. rooting for Matt and Rebecca. I'm not going to yeah. lie. That would be a really cool situation. Yeah, because I think that would bring, like, help her in her I don't have any emotions anymore situation. And so. she'd want the cure to take the cure. Yeah. Which would be really cool. That would be um, nice. So they're chasing, and uh, Jeremy and Matt, and then Elena comes to help. She saves the day. So we were talking about last week. She actually, we didn't think she'd make it to the cabin. And most fans, y'all thought she wasn't going to make it to the cabin either. I didn't either. And she did just in time to save Matt. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so they say, she saves Matt, and then Damon basically says, I'll stay with Jeremy, you take Matt back to uh, Mystic Falls. Um, she wasn't too keen on that. Um, however, Damon and Jeremy, they go back to go kill all the vampires. Come to find (laughs) out, the vampires were already dead. Uh, Cole ended up killing them all. And we find out that Cole is scared about waking up Silas and thinks Silas, when Silas wakes up, it will trigger the end of the world. Right, because I love Damon's dialogue, by the way. He has the best dialogue. Mm-hmm. Whoever writes his dialogue, awesome job. Um, but he says, oh, you were just told too many bedtime stories, Cole. That's not true. But you know what? I believe Cole. I do, too. I really well, it do. it goes along with your, your zombie thing. If all these people, the dead are risen. Uh, That's going to trigger the end of we've time. We've all seen The Walking Dead. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> No, I absolutely agree. I'm on Cole's side. I mean, but you kind of hate Cole because he's making Damon kill Jeremy. There's got to be, you know, it's another a way. It's love-hate because I like Cole because I understand what Cole's doing. Mm-hmm. He's just mad that his brother and sister are so effed up and he doesn't want to be a part of this. He's upset that Elijah just doesn't want to, anything to do with anybody. So I feel him in a sense. But who I will say I definitely felt was Matt when he was talking to Elena and he was upset with Elena that and said the old Elena would never have left Jeremy with Damon. Yes. I loved when when Matt finally stood up to Elena. I don't feel like he's ever done that. And I kind of wish he had a more of an aha moment there. Mm -hmm. I wish we could have like seen a little something extra there. I agree. They didn't really give it to us. Um, They don't give those lines to Matt. Those are Damon's lines. Right. so we find out Cole has Damon. Uh, Jeremy gives him a call. And then uh, Elena calls Klaus, who then Klaus calls Cole and threatens him. And very smart of Cole, as effed up as it seemed, Cole tells Damon, you have to kill Jeremy. I'm not going to touch him, but you are. Yes. Um, I like that. Added to the tension. It was. It was an interesting little game that, that was played. Damon was... Hungry for some Jeremy. Hide and seek. Uh, and it's so funny that when they were at the Mystic Grill, Jeremy finds the same <laughs> escape that Matt found and through the little vent, which yep. is funny that that's kind of like their go-to thing now. Um, 
in the maze of caves, which lies beneath. And Jeremy, yeah. oh, how'd you like that commercial break? <laughs> where Jeremy shoots Damon, and we don't know where he shoots him. Oh, yeah, we kind of all guessed <laughs> that it, it wasn't going to kill him. Um, you know, this is something that I think I brought up last week with Damon and Jeremy's relationship. Jeremy feels Damon doesn't care about him at mm-hmm. all. Do you think that this is getting set up to exactly like I said last week or the week before to set Damon and Jeremy's relationship up as Damon and Alurics? Could you see that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's definitely the same love-hate kind of tension that they had in that relationship. And I liked that relationship, so I can see that definitely, definitely happening. Yeah, I agree with that. I never looked at it that before, so that's a great point. Um, and it was also interesting, who compelled Damon and said, you don't, oh, when he turned Jeremy, he said, you're so in love with Elena, you can be with Elena now, um, you like her more as a vampire. More as a vampire, and Jeremy only stands in the way. That was an interesting... Mm-hmm. It's interesting that how they're playing these two together. I can only assume that they would play these two together to build a stronger part up for them. Yeah, you're right about that. Um, That's writing 101. You've got it covered. Yeah. You can write an episode now. I'm, I'm about to. You should. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, Jeremy shoots Damon in the head, can runs I be away. Elena? Yes. <laughs> um... I wrote, running away in the woods. Uh, <laughs> Elena tries to calm Damon down by saying, now you want to talk about manipulation. <laughs> she says the same thing all the time. Wow. Remember when she used to try to calm Stefan down? <laughs> you love me and you don't want to do this. And in the past, where Stefan is the love of your life, Stefan would be like, you're right. And now Damon's <laughs> like, no, bitch, sorry. <laughs> 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 he kind of did. And that whole time that was happening, I was like, was Stefan there listening to her whole speech and cry to Damon about, I love you. Oh. And you can't kill my brother. You won't do it because you love me. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, so he kind of runs off and then Stefan comes to save the day, snaps his neck. Hey, brother, long I was time worried. no see. I was worried about <laughs> Stefan if he was going to do it or not because he was compelled mm-hmm. to not care. Um, but he does. He locks Damon up. <laughs> well, wait before that. After he killed his brother, he was looked at Elena and he's like, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, I like this Stefan that we're about to see. So do I. He's like the new tragic bad boy taking Damon's spot. And really like heartbreaker when he, uh, you could tell he liked that he locked Damon up. Oh, yeah. And then when <laughs> Elena comes and asks, what are you doing with Rebecca? She tried to kill me. He was like, well, Damon's tried to kill Jeremy three times now. So. Yeah. What, what, what's up with that? She had I loved that. no comment. Yeah, and I loved how Damon said to Stefan, he was like, because Stefan's like, oh, the only way to make sure everyone's safe is to keep you locked up in here away from Valeda. And he was like, you seem real torn up about it. <laughs> <laughs> that, I did love that. But then to see Stefan say... Your only problem is that you don't know what I look like when I'm not in love with you. I like Ooh, that moment. Was that was a TV the line moment. of the episode, probably season. Probably the Amazing. season. 
I mean, that was an amazing line for me. You don't know what I look like when I'm not in love with you. Like, isn't that so true for that, us as well? Like human beings and all of our relationships, like the person you're with, they look totally different when they're in love with you. But when they're not, oh, you're like, oh what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah. All that, but, uh, and you they know, look different too, though. They really do. I was just going to say, I wonder if he's taking better acting classes or something like that, because honestly... Throughout the season, sometimes it's hard for me to take the things Stefan says seriously. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm looking at him like, oh, you're, you know, like a, everything he says sounds like a book. Like it's so romantic and magical. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, when he said this tonight, I bought it. I was like, oh, shit. Damn. Like I was I I broke up. I felt it. <laughs> I felt those words. That was crazy. Um, so for him to give that, because usually Damon delivers those lines. Ian Summerholder, mm-hmm. I feel like he will give a couple lines <laughs> once in a while. And that's why we've kind of fallen for Delena. Because right. he's given us that. Now I think I'm, I'm going to make a bet. I guarantee people, are, more people are going to start becoming Stelena fans. Oh, yeah, I was Stephen's going to have that. Oh, I never see. Wait a minute. Actually, I want him back. Like I'm a badass now. Yep. You want this. Page. And not caring. And um, <laughs> let's get into uh, this whole Stefan and Rebecca situation. <laughs> I like them this episode. That was that was awesome. I really like their team up. Do you feel like Rebecca still has feelings for Stefan? Oh, absolutely. Really? Or yeah. do you think it's almost like I? Re- or do you find it more like I really liked you at one time? And you never understood how much I cared about you. I'm done with you now. Like, I don't want that now. But I want you to really understand what we... Like, I guess when you do something like that, you do still have feelings there. They're still there, but they're not near as strong. Yeah, I don't see Rebecca wanting to be with Stefan like that. That's how I see Stefan with Elena now. I don't see him wanting to be with her again after what she's done to him. And I feel like Rebecca is in the same way. She doesn't want to be with Stefan after what he's done to her. But yeah, some feelings are still there. Oh, and the other line that I loved this episode was when Rebecca was saying to Stefan that she let him keep his memories, because that's the only way to learn. And that's how she finally learns. And I really think that Rebecca has been growing up this, like in these past two episodes when she's returned. And there was that point where she said, love and caring is what ruins you. Yep, they're weaknesses. And it's liberating to feel free to not care. Do you agree with that? <sighs> um, no. Because when you love somebody... It creates a sort of weakness, but it also builds a strength, I feel. Like, it Mm -hmm. it gives you... (laughs) The more you know. Uh, No, honestly, I think that when you are in love with somebody, they they get a part of you that you don't give out. So we can all be tough and have our faces on to the general public, but when it's somebody who knows everything about you, they can hurt you the most, but... If you can recover from that, that shows how strong of a person. I mean, come on, think of like your first boyfriend. So with mm-hmm. Stefan and Elena, I mean, Stefan's been through this how many times? Yeah. It's just now it's with Elena. So, yeah, I guess it is learning every single time, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I, I see Stefan still hurt, but I still feel the fact that that sire is still in the air 
it can kind of be an excuse for Stefan to be like, well, she was sired. And like, I mean, I'm he's, he is using that sire bond until the end of vampirism for Elena because he just wants to blame it on that. He is still, like, not facing the facts. That she... he That she might like Damon and might love. Well, yeah, because she was like, <laughs> you're really hurt, like Elena, when she said that. Um, and, and who wants to hear that anyway? <laughs> Oh, well, really? Elena is, like, the worst, like, moment person ever. Like, she just yeah. eps every moment up. Like, girl, go some, go cry oh, in the no, woods. Oh, I can... You're hurt. <laughs> like, who says that to somebody? Like, yeah, bitch. You ripped my heart here. out. And now you you came here. You didn't even want to check up on me. But you want to go check up on my brother who wants to kill you. Your yeah. brother. Talking about ripping hearts out, the graphics this episode were yeah. really, like... I was like, oh. I, I felt like that was a very look. big heart. Which is great. I love people with big hearts, but that was a very <laughs> abnormal heart. That heart was damn huge. It was. Like, because aren't hearts supposed to be, like, the size of your They're fist? much smaller than that. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on. We needed it. It's TV. Oh. Wait. So, oh, so back to Rebecca. The other thing I could see Stefan doing, because we all know Stefan is very... He can be manipulative, actually, mm-hmm. but it's not in a negative way, but... He always plays the game 100% so people believe him. Have you ever been in a relationship where you, the person's messing up all the time? And they mess up because they know you're always going to be there for them. Elena always knows Stefan's going to be there. Mm -hmm. And so part of me wonders if he's putting this together to be like, no, you're going to really feel what... You want to say that? How dare you say that you love Damon you don't love me anymore? Now you're going to know what it feels like for me not to love you. And then usually they come running back because it's like, whoa, wait a minute. What happened to that love? So I'm wondering if he's kind of playing that game too. What do you I think? think so. I do think so. I think that he's confused and he's still blaming on the Sarabon. And I think that he's going to not even pay attention to her until he doesn't think that she's sired anymore. Because an interesting word was, even though Rebecca, um, uh, why can I, I want to get like sire and compulsing, whatever the heck it is. uh, When she told Stefan not to care anymore. At the end when they had sex, do you feel like when she said no feelings, nothing, and he said none whatsoever, him being because she told him not to care or him playing along but saying also like none, I'm going to do this because my brother slept with my girlfriend? I don't know. Like, where do you see that? I know, because I'm not sure if she compelled him to have sex with her because, I mean, she... Not to have sex. She compelled him to not care. To not care, but that's sort of the same thing, because if she's compelling him to not care, well, then who the heck is he going to have sex with? Don't worry about killing yourself. Here's a knife. Here's a gun. You know what I mean? It's like giving the tools (laughs) of not care. exactly. So it's like, here's my body. You can have it as long as you don't care. (laughs) Okay, who's going to say no? Uh, Well, speaking of someone who didn't care was when they went into uh, Professor Shane's office and they found the pot or whatever the (laughs) herbs were. The the vampire pot, we'll call it. (laughs) Um, 
And they were high, which they were horrible at acting high. Rebecca was pretty good, but Stefan was just like, dude, you're acting exactly the same as you always <laughs> I did. didn't even notice I that didn't. they were. <laughs> when was well, I noticed with Rebecca because she was sitting in the chair and she was like, why do you think? Oh, yeah, because she was suddenly an, ar- <laughs> an uh, artifacts expert. <laughs> <laughs> He's so obsessed with death, which is interesting as well to kind of put all those pieces with Shane together. But I feel like, I feel like one of the originals knows. Well, I guess they don't know uh, Silas, because Cole said he heard stories about mm-hmm. Silas. Hmm. And I guess if Silas was the first etern- uh, eternal being, okay, never mind. So that doesn't go that way. Um, but as far as Rebecca, they're high, they're hanging out, and then we think they were about to have sex or whatever they were doing. They just disappear. And then some random stranger comes in <laughs> and yeah, knows who, exactly what wall to knock on. Where to get the this. headstone is of Silas. That they need to bring back Silas. Yeah, because it's a key. Or Okay, all these parts are surfacing that we didn't know was needed in the plan. It's like to we need bring- the world... 2004 World Cup <laughs> in order to be placed on Silas's grave. Like, it's like random things now. It's it like, is. Uh, well, we do have a couple more episodes before we get to the finale, so they gotta throw something at us. Oh, we need the comb. The that blood he of an Australian nickelback kangaroo. Like, what? <laughs> no, that seriously. Exists? It's seriously. Like, and why would Sa- Silas have a headstone? Hello. In here, his wall. Here lies Silas. <laughs> <laughs> and and people aren't supposed to be able to find him, so why would he have a headstone? What? Which, and then not only that, but this is like the first world, like, eternal, immortal being, and his headstone was this big. Yeah. It's like Plymouth Rock. I was so mad when I saw the size of Plymouth Rock. Like, <laughs> that was such a, like, come on, you oh, you can fit a tombstone inside the wall. But so, okay, this guy, Rebecca. Who do you think he thinks, is? I have no idea what team he's playing for. Their only thing I could say, well, no, because they, Rebecca and Stefan think it's a new team. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, someone new's coming, which could be true, which would be really interesting to see what they're going to do with Could that. it be Elijah? Team Elijah coming. Hmm. <laughs> interesting. Or Catherine. I'd always didn't. love Catherine to come back. Maybe they'll come back together. But Cole mentioned Elijah in this episode. So true. maybe, like, why throw his name out there if he's not coming back soon? And I could see Elijah wanting to be human again. But this is actually a question. Uh, uh, before we continue that, people want to know. A lot of fans are asking, if what do you think? If they take the cure, will they speed up to the age that they actually are? Or would they... Do you think they'll become whatever age they look and just continue growing from there? Or what do you think? Well, it's interesting because whenever they are stabbed, daggered with those white oaks, they do turn like real, like old and skeleton and fragile. So, in that regards, it looks like they would be sped up, but then they would like die instantly. So, I'm gonna have to say no. Yeah, that's right. I think that they would age because they never got to age. I feel like becoming a vampire kind of froze them at the age that they were. 
I, yeah. I so I think that when they would turn human, they would get to live out the rest oh, of their life. Freeze it. Which would be really interesting, and I really hope that they end up doing that with the TV series, because that would be awesome. That actually really would. Just to just no more vampires anymore, and now it's almost like a teen drama, which it is, but it, just to take the vampire aspects and see how they would have to adjust would yeah. be very interesting. Um, but okay, so the guy breaks in. Rebecca has him tied up. He has Ravain in his system, and he was obviously compelled, because which means... Couldn't have been Silas. Well, unless Silas knows how to compel, which if it was Silas sending someone to go get that, Mm -hmm. that would be interesting. But doesn't Silas, you mean Professor Shane? Shane, I'm so sorry. See, whoop, Gordian (laughs) slip. I'm saying so if Professor Shane is using this guy and knows how to compel people, that would prove to us that he definitely has Bonnie wrapped under his... Mm -hmm. Wings, but he does need Bonnie, so I don't know if he would have been. I did think it was him right away. He needs Bonnie, but who knows how long he needs Bonnie for? True, he could need Bonnie just to get Silas, and she just has to use all of her magic where it could kill her. But hey, he has Silas, so he doesn't care anymore. I mean, who else would have a guy literally bite off his tongue, spit it out, and then commit suicide because he didn't want to say anything? Like, that's what? crazy. That was insane to me. That's to me, that makes it seem like that's why I wouldn't say it's Elijah. Mm-hmm. That seems like witchcraft. Like witchcraft or just someone old school. Like real old school. Like someone gangsta is about to be on Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Like you're going to bite your tongue off. And then if they're going to do something after that, you're going to stab yourself in the – like it wasn't even like a stab. It was like some legit-ish like right yeah. up in his business. That was – it was very graphic this episode mm-hmm. I must say. Um so you said you don't see the romance happening for Stefan and Rebecca? I mean, I think They're it alu- just happened. <laughs> you take that as romance or just sex? I mean, it's a little bit of both. let's be serious, isn't it always? <laughs> well, I was upset with the damn TV guide trying to drop hints or Prez Hilton or wherever I saw it. It was like uh, the picture of Stefan shirtless and Rebecca in the bed. Mm-hmm. It was like, ooh, what's going to happen? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, really? Like, they're, they're going this quickly with it? And then, damn, Stefan's mad that she's even in the room. So I feel like they're just toying with our emotions right there, and, mm-hmm. but they're not going to go for it. I don't know. One They've done it before. Them, they did it with Matt. Someone's going to get hurt, though. Someone's going to be a little hurt after the other one goes... They're up their separate ways. Yeah, because even Rebecca was like, oh, did you fix things with Elena? And he was like, do you care? And she's like, no. So, like, why even ask? Why even ask if you don't care? So, I think maybe, I mean, like we said before, she has a little bit of feelings there. She's a little upset. Because she kept reminiscing about the past. Oh, remember the 20s, Stefan? We had so much fun with the jazz and the booze. I mean... That's true. A little bit of nostalgia there. Um, quick throwback to last week uh, when we talked about Caroline having whose side she was on when she told Stefan. Mm-hmm. You know, we understood why she shouldn't have said anything for Elena's sake. Uh, but one of our Twitter followers said, well, at the same time, Stefan helped Caroline transition so there Mm -hmm. is a bond and a loyalty there too 
Uh, and I know that's kind of just random to throw in, but th- I did want to mention that because I, I that kind of slipped my mind last week. I thought yeah, that was... no, that's a good point. I didn't think about that, but yeah, that makes total sense. Um, as far as this episode, do you have anything else you want to go over? I mean, pretty much I just, this Bonnie situation... I'm I, I'm so worried for this damn girl. We got to get Cat Graham in studio because I just want to give yeah. her a hug. I'm like Bonnie, poor little girl, you. Um, so on that note, I guess let's head into predictions. Okay. And now you're after Buzz TV. So at the very end of the episode, uh, Elena kind of creates this plan. She says, if you kill one original vampire, their whole line dies, which would kind of, which would complete <laughs> the tattoo. Yeah. Hopefully, maybe, because it could be like, well, no, you didn't stab all of them. You just stabbed one. So who knows if it would actually work. Right, because then all the other vampires he's ever turned, they die too. Right. And so we don't know if that would work. But also, I thought that we came across this issue before where they didn't kill any of the original vampires because they didn't know who turned who. That's true. Actually. So I don't know if they've figured out that Cole definitely didn't turn Stefan or Damon, because I guess that's the only ones we really care about. Right. So as long as they can pinpoint that Cole didn't kill any vampires that they care, that they care for, then I guess that might work. I kind of feel like they're bouncing between Elijah... Klaus and Rebecca as far as who bit them. I don't mm-hmm. think I remember Cole ever coming into that, but mm-hmm. that is something that they need to kind of think about. Who do you uh, think, what team do you think is winning right now? Right now? Hmm. I would say Stefan and Rebecca. Yeah, I would say that. They too. have the tombstone. Mm-hmm. So they're linked to Professor Shane's team. But then also at the end, we saw Klaus kind of stuck up for Rebecca. I liked that. Me too, because it was like, finally, you you did something good for your sister. I felt like at that point, they were almost making amends. Like, he was trying to make amends with her. Because he was like... Oh, she was saying how he Cole almost killed her, and then Klaus was like, saved her, and mm-hmm. then he was like, oh, well, maybe you need a lesson in daggering a sibling. Like, he would actually show her, but she took it all like he was going to practice on her and right. show her on her, which I don't know if was the oh, case. Oh, that's how you took that? I think that's how Rebecca took that. Oh, I didn't, th- I didn't think she took it like that. I think she <laughs> took it like, no, look what our family is doing. To- I think she's on the same page as Cole. Mm-hmm. And that's why she was so surprised that Cole wanted to do that. And the fact that he, Cole said, you're exactly like Klaus now. Went for Klaus to say, I can teach you. It's like, no, we're not partners. We're not doing this. You're the effed up one. Like, I don't think that's the case anymore, no? though. I think No, I agree with what you're saying, but I'm saying I don't think that Klaus is effed up anymore. I think... That um, he's starting to have, like, real feelings and cares for people. I could see that, but you not from Rebecca's standpoint. Mm-hmm. The last yeah. time I trusted you, you literally stabbed me in the mm-hmm. back. Literally. I think he wants her trust back, though. I mean, I him saving that. her tonight, clearly. Yeah, but he has to do something bigger than that to prove that. But I think baby steps, I think we've taken the first 
leap towards I, I want to make amends with my sister. I, I think that. that he's digging for, I mean, after that whole snowflake lonely painting, I think that he's trying <laughs> to, trying to, like, rekindle any kind of relationships he can. Um, so one relationship that's not happening is Cole with anybody because <laughs> he's just damn fighting everyone. He kicks in the door at the... Uh, the lake house Mm -hmm. so he's going after jeremy and then we see him going after bonnie and says if you're dead you can't harm anybody i'm kind of i love the school the school showdowns and i'm excited that bonnie (laughs) gonna be back there (laughs) i I want bonnie's role to evolve i want more storyline from bonnie i feel like with bonnie it's just like she's like the pepper on top of it like we just get bits and pieces of her story and i guess it makes us want more from her but well her dad i think he was right to say we need to get help from you for you because shane is not the answer or did you think he was saying like we need to get help for you from Shane and setting it up for Shane because oh she did say I thought you didn't like him you said mm-hmm. he was bad for me you know and then as a father it's like well yeah I saw how he calmed down the fire and the yeah. pain so maybe he can I hope that he gets help from an outside source because we all know that Shane is probably not the answer I mean do you think that Shane is the big antagonist of the season do you think he's the enemy yeah I feel for some reason I'm just going to say this. I think when Silas rises, whether Shane becomes Silas or Shane is Silas's son or whatever the case is, Shane will reveal whatever he is. I don't think mm-hmm. he looks like that. I feel like he's an illusion or a warlock or something right. who doesn't have power but knows. All- if you know that much about power and magic, how can you not do anything? Right, and and he doesn't just want Silas. I mean, who just wants some guy? What does that mean? Well, I think Shane wants his family. The, remember he had talked about how his family... Right, I think he wants his family back too, but he's lying to all of them and pretending he just wants to write some report on Silas. Right. Give me a break. What? No one's buying talk, that? <laughs> I want to talk to the dead. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited for next week because... It looks like a big battle. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, we get David and Brittany in because I want to know what they're thinking about. I mean, we want to well, know, guys. What... I know uh, we 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 do have some extra time, so I figured I'd patch in one of our callers. Oh yes, oh. absolutely. So Call you on the online. What's your name? Where are you from? Hey, it's Jillian. What up, girl? Hey. All <laughs> right. So, what did you think of tonight's episode? I'm with you guys on that. It was very graphic. Yes. Did you? My I, mom actually ended up watching it with me tonight for whatever reason. She was like, "Why do you watch this?" <laughs> Where are you at with the Rebecca and Stefan uh, story? Um, I'm actually okay with them, seeing as Caroline wasn't around. I like Caroline and Stefan better, but Rebecca's too. okay. I, I, I'm a Caroline and Stefan liker too. Um, what about the whole Matt saying to Elena, "You would never have done this." Um, left Jeremy with Damon and do you think Elena is truly sired? I don't know if she's sired. I think she just has this one track mind and its name is Damon. <laughs> That's good. Okay, we'll go with that. It's like everything everything she thinks is Damon. And it's like, hello, your brother has the potential of being killed right now. Can you just please focus? Right. 
Just she just wants to jump his damn bones. Um, and then as far <laughs> as Stefan telling her, you don't know what it looks like when I don't love you. Ooh. Do you think he's pl- do you think he's <laughs> playing a game to make Elena feel, or do you think he truly is? Rebecca made him not care anymore. Well, I think that the way that Rebecca was talking about it, if he had been compelled, he would not remember Elena. Because she was saying, I will remove every memory you have of her, and I will do to you what Klaus did to you to forget me. True. I don't... That's what she said two episodes ago, when she brought up the idea. But in this episode, she said, you're not going to care anymore. Don't stop caring. So I took that as she made him kind of, not that she got rid of Elena's thoughts, but kind of freed his mind up of all the clutter and just to not care anymore. Did you? Did well, you, you can say that he could have just e- just as easily have flipped the switch. True. No, mm-hmm. exactly. So that that was my question uh, as far as what you think. And then last question, Shane, who is he? Exact <laughs> question uh, Kristen just asked me. So what? What do you think? I I agree that he. I think he is Silas. I think that somehow when Silas comes back, Silas is going. He's going to. Shane is going to give up his body to give Silas a body. And I think that Shane is like a psychopath because he's like, <laughs> oh yeah, I can kill all these people, but it's okay. They'll come back. Yeah, that is that is yeah. cuckoo. Okay, actually, one more question. And then where do you think that this random stranger who wanted to get the tombstone came from? See, that's my thing. Like, I'm going to throw a Buffy reference out here and say, I feel like Silas is becoming the judge where you have to get all these pieces to assemble him. Like, this is the first that we've heard that the tombstone is essential for bringing Silas about. Right. I could see that. And I also, I also had one thing to add about Bonnie's dad. Yep. I have a prediction about that. I think that he's going to become like Tyler's dad and raid and like take lead in a fight against basically our entire main cast, except Matt. Really? I think so. And it's like, you know, he's, he's focusing so much on like, oh yeah, your friends were missing from the assembly and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, kind of weird thing for you to notice. And then he was saying, you know, to Bonnie, you know, I'm going to get you help. It's like, what are you going to do? Bring her to, like, witch rehab? <laughs> that's a good point. Why that's not? A good point. I've been there. I didn't think of that, actually. <laughs> that's a good point. Hmm. That's something to ponder. Let us know what you guys think. Thank you so much, Jillian, for calling Thanks in. For calling. And being such a great Twitter uh, keeper-upper. You are always on your toes on Twitter. Uh, Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure on iTunes, rate us number one, subscribe, leave us a comment with your Twitter handle. We'll give you a shout out on the show. You can follow me on Twitter at DJJessieJ. And you can bing Cinematic Escape to check out my blog. And I'm also Cinematic Escape on Twitter. Remember that cock. (laughs) Hit us up on iTunes. Peace. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 